0: Okay. Hello. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> Welcome to a Foreign Film Academy. Uh, today we are talking about Entadun, which uh, is a Bollywood film. Amafa, our roommate, taught me how to say the title. Um, I specifically called her because I didn't want to make a fool of myself because yeah. it's spelled like Andhadhun. Yep. <laughs> and I was like. There's no way I am saying that correctly. So the pronunciation is Entadun. Endahun. I say like
1: an end, a d at the end, Endahun. Right? Yeah. I mean,
0: she she kind of pronounced it like a t, like Entadun. Entadun. Endahun.
1: I can't but say
0: But I I guarantee when we show her. Um, this podcast, she will roast us for mm. our pronunciation of that. But I really tried. Like I, you put in the effort I, at least. I put in the effort to call her and mm. and give it my best shot.
1: So there. <laughs> <laughs> Once you overcome the one-inch-tall barrier of subtitles, you will be introduced to so many more amazing films.
0: So, first of all, before we start talking about this film, um, I just want to say that if you, you the listeners, uh, ever think you're going to watch this film, don't listen to this podcast. Because the spoilers will probably ruin what makes this film so fun. Um, but if you don't think you're gonna watch it, or you already have watched it, then let's get into it, because yeah, it's a wild ride.
1: <laughs> Absolutely wild. <laughs> <laughs> so much so. fun. The reason why
0: I chose this film um, was because, so our, our third roommate, Amafa, um recommends me all these Bollywood films and I love the music specifically in Bollywood films and so sometimes when we get drunk together we'll just like listen to Bollywood music and like sing and I don't know any of the words but she knows all the words so you know it's fine I'll do the the singing she'll do the lyrics (laughs) you know I just try to make the sounds um and I really really enjoy The music and so the main song of this film I knew the song before I actually knew the movie and then one time we were listening to it and she was like have you ever seen this movie and I was like no and she's like oh my goodness you need to watch it I'm not gonna tell you anything about it you just have to watch it and I said okay fine it was on Netflix and I was (laughs) like great let's do it Um, and so I did I watched it And probably exactly like you, the first time watching was hilarious. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go into a quick overview of the plot. Um, And then we can get into how you felt about it and, and, you know, (laughs) some of your thoughts. So the the movies about uh, follows this man named Akash. Who fakes being blind and he's also a really really good pianist. Um, He's faking being blind for kind of two reasons. One because he gets to live in subsidized housing which is cheaper Um, but his main reason is because he wants to be a true artist and he wants to fully rely on his ears and fully like listen to the music. So he's trying to Um, improve his craft by taking away his eyesight. So he actually walks through his life as a blind man because he has these contacts that he puts in that makes him, um, it clouds his vision and makes him truly blind. So he's not trying to necessarily trick anyone in the world, um, but he he isn't blind, but he lives his life like he's blind. So, you know, it there's question, we'll get into the morality of that later, but that's the setup. And then essentially what happens is he meets this woman. Um, she almost runs him over, basically, which was, like, pretty funny. <laughs> um, and he feels connected to her and starts to fall for her. And so then the next day, he actually wants to see what she looks like. Um, so he doesn't put in his contact lenses. And then the film kind of begins of, like, They're going through this romance and, you know, he's pretending that he's blind, but now that he doesn't have the contacts in, he's actually faking it. You know what I mean? Um, So, you think it's a love story. You think everything's going just great um, until he is in someone's house playing for um, this kind of famous woman. And he noticed her husband dead on the floor and he has to continue playing as if he's blind because a blind man wouldn't be able to know that there was a dead man on the floor. <laughs> and then it turns into this thriller of them trying to make sure that he's not blind and then um, because the, the woman was having an affair. So the, the wife and Simi is her name and the man she was having an affair with kind of try to kill him And then in another turn, he ends up in uh, an organ transplant, uh, (laughs) like underground. So they're trying to steal his organs, like different Mm -hmm. people, completely different, separate people. So and then it's this whole thing of him trying to get away. um, And it's a crazy thriller. So that's kind of an overview of the story. But it does not do it justice. Like me just saying that, like it does not do it justice at all was
1: so fun. So tell me what you thought. Oh, God. Um, so at first, like, when it's revealed that he's not blind, like, we were like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, plot twist. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. know where this is going to go. And then, and then he, like, meets the girl. She thinks he's blind. And I was like, okay, this is going to be, like, a romantic story. That's what you yeah. think going in. You're like, okay, how is he going to, like, get out of this? How is she? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he finds the dead body, and I'm like, oh shit, like, this is going this way, and not this way. And then it's like, okay, this is where we're at now. And then he (laughs) ends up in, like, the organ transplant, and we're like, okay, this is where we are now. And then he's like, and then they betray him, and then... And then he, like, kind of works with her, but, like, she's still trying to kill him. And it's just, like, a wild ride. (laughs) Because also, it's, like, a little funny. Because it's, like, not a serious film. (laughs) The film is super humorous. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it's kind of weird. Because some moments you're, like, it's it's intense. But you're also, like, smiling the entire time. Because you're, like, okay. Like, something's going to happen. Or I don't... And like people yeah. are just and... dying and like, I don't, even... <laughs> it's crazy. And there's like no, like there's, there's structure to it, but there's no like um, lead up really. It just kind of like bam, 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 bam. And it's like, it doesn't give mm-hmm. you time to think about anything. <laughs> yeah. Or like any So suspense. the thing that, the thing that I love
0: and, and um, you know, but I hate thrillers. Like I get so scared I'm the kind of person that dreams every night, pretty much. And so if I watch, like, scary movies, mm-hmm. like, I can't sleep. So I really, really don't like thriller movies. <laughs> yeah. But I love <laughs> this movie because it's so funny and it's so, like... It's a thriller, but it's, like, so upbeat the yeah. whole time. And and even when things... Like, when things are bad, you're like, ooh, ooh, this is right. not good. But then they always, you know, throw in that comedic moment... You know, yeah. when things are starting to get too tense, then boom, there's like comedy with it. And so it's like so enjoyable for like a lot of different movie mm-hmm. g- watchers. Um, <laughs> when we were rewatching it, because I had already seen this movie before, mm-hmm. I was rewatching it for the podcast, and uh, Lex wanted to. Um, wanted to watch it with me because mm-hmm. she's been watching the ones w- she watched victoria and spirited away with us so she's like yeah like i want to, you know a third movie let's go yeah um and so when the body is found okay that moment yeah i knew it was coming obviously so i recorded her okay like secretly <laughs> and it's just <laughs> like it is the best clip i'll send it to you yeah um but she's literally just sitting there and then she's like her, you can see her face like drop and then she she brings her hands to her mouth and she's like no no <laughs> and it's just like i i loved it so much that twist is so yeah it's good and it really and it really is cuz this is what we were talking about Lex and i was that if you found a body your life like i would just be walking my dog going for a walk, having a good day, and then all of a sudden, bam. Life changed. (laughs) Everything has changed. You know what I mean? Like, I have found a body. Now we have to deal with that, right? So I love it how it's just like, like literally the first like 45 minutes at least. I don't know exactly when the the time mark is, but at least 45 minutes. You think it's a love story. Mm -hmm. And you think the conflict is that he's living this lie (laughs) and that, you know this woman is gonna have to like you know there's gonna be some kind of conflict of him faking being blind but that turned out not to really be the story at all no no like, as soon as all. he found the body the story just boom flipped yeah. on its head which when you think about it in real life like if that's actually what happened yeah you wouldn't be worried about freaking sophie who thinks you like Slept with her and then ignored her. No, like we're
1: concerned about a body, you know. And they're trying to kill him. (laughs) Yeah, not only does he need to worry about other people dying, he needs to worry about himself. Like, yeah. Oh my god, it was cool though. And he didn't skip a beat. That was kind of interesting. Like he just continued to play, but you could tell, like he was a good actor. You could tell, like he was going through all the internal stuff but yep. in his plane and stuff like nothing happened <laughs> he did not yep. just see a body on the ground yeah oh, he
0: he did a great job acting and yeah. that's um that's something that Amafa said too um when we were talking about it was that this film is recognized in bollywood um specifically for the amazing actors and actresses mm-hmm. um because every character feels like a real person and it's not yeah. like cliche or like Um, like these hyper characters that are like I'm the love interest and I'm the villain you know what I mean like (laughs) everybody has like complexity yep so I was reading I was reading some of the reviews and there was there was this one um this one review that I thought was really really uh like strong was Mm -hmm. that uh this film is about quote Being realistic is an aspect of the movies which I value more than others. Do characters behave in a way real people do? If the movie addresses this aspect, I tend to like the movie. Um, For Antadun, everyone in the movie has a separate agenda and their lives got interlocked because of their choices. So then he kind of goes through and, like, breaks down how, like, each character has a different motive.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So... Like, Akash, his motive is to make his life easy um, and also, you know, be blind so that he can improve his piano playing. Yeah. Simi, the wife, is the, the cheating wife. Uh, her motive is to continue her affair um, and cover up her deeds. Mm. Sophie, the love interest, is to seek a relationship with Akash, Akash but leaves him when he becomes aware of his lying. Uh, even the kid, the kid had a motive to prove that Akash is not blind. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I then the doctor, <laughs> yeah, the doctor and the couple, um, their motive was to earn money by selling organs. Mm-hmm. So, and then he went and compared it against uh, a different Bollywood film called Thugs of Hindostan, and basically it's just character one fight against the British, character two fight the British, character three dance but agrees to fight the British character 4 no purpose other than following around and finally ultimately fight the british so right. you know he he was just comparing like he was really appreciating how each character had like a motive and a mm. drive that conflicted with other characters
1: right okay in the film yeah yeah that's very true and um cuz you you felt that because they all they all didn't feel like they were just random characters thrown into the mix. Like they were all there for a reason. And you Mm -hmm. definitely felt that like, um, and also the, the person that she's having an affair with is like one of the head of the police department. So that's also a big thing um, that he like, how do you, it's very relevant to the world right now. How do you Mm -hmm. police the police? (laughs) They get all the information before and they can filter it and they can twist it and, Uh, you can't catch policemen (laughs) it's hard yeah yeah well the
0: the the thing too is like um, morality in this film like there's no perfectly morally good person and there's no perfectly morally like bad person because you know specifically with Akash um, at first you're like okay, he's faking being blind, and, like, that's not good. Mm -hmm. But then he's actually putting the contact lenses in, so he's actually living his life as a blind person. So it's kind of, like, a weird form of honesty. But then he falls in love with the girl and then takes the contact lenses out. So then you're like, okay, now he's just faking it, but it's because he's in love. And then you're like, aw. And then, (laughs) you know, and then he finds the body, and then the question is, is he going to admit that he is faking it so that he can report this crime. Right. Right? Because he could get in trouble for, you know, faking being blind, especially because he's living at the subsidized housing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, okay, is he actually a good person or is he a bad person? Like, you know, that was a moral question. And then, you know, the next scene, he's going to the police department.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're like, you're like, oh, good. And there's like kind of a sigh of relief of like, he, he's making the right choice. He's going to admit that he was faking it. Um, and he's going to report this murder. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And then as soon as you're like comfortable with the morality, boom, bad guy walks out. He's a cop. <laughs> he's the head chief, the inspector. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, as soon as you get comfortable in this film,
1: <laughs> yeah. something changes. Yeah, and I really liked the uh, the cab driver and his wife. I liked those two yeah. characters. They were very complex as well because they were. Um, I found that he, uh, the cab driver, he was more morally like stable than his wife was. I think yep. she is much more worried about uh, finances and just like getting the money, and he was just a little bit he. He cares more about like humans <laughs> and about like doing the moral like right thing. Um Yeah. Especially when it came to getting his organs. He was like, No, like leave him leave him one kidney. One liver. <laughs> oh yeah liver. One sorry. liver. <laughs> like leave him one. I it's okay. He can live with one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then later yeah. he ends up betraying him, but I feel like he was still you you just kind of do what your wife says. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they were even like husband and wife, uh, but they totally had a connection. But so, but I I definitely missed that like what their what their connection was. So maybe they were married. But um, to me, see that was another moment where it's like a scary situation, but it's so funny. Like mm-hmm. he made it funny mm-hmm. because like you know, Akash the blind man. He's oh we kind of missed a major point. Um the wife uh kind of in the middle of the film after the the body is found the wife goes to the the blind man's house and actually blinds him like for real
1: right yeah <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i'm going to Yes it? oh there's so much to this if you're confused <laughs>
0: if you're confused listening to this um it's because the plot is confusing like yeah. <laughs> we're we're also doing a bad job but the plot is also like wild it's, it's very a, it's a great it's a great film but my yeah, god it's so wild
1: it, you like it would take us a good half an hour to go through the entire film like beat by beat so yeah we're gonna it's just a very out of we're order to skim over it yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah she does anyways, end up blinding so up. <laughs> but that that scene
0: is so scary because uh akash is now actually blind he cannot see who's around him mm-hmm. As the audience, we can see that he's in a sketchy place. He's not in a hospital. But they're pretending he's in a hospital, you know? And then they're going to take his organs, like, then and there. They're literally going to take his organs to sell it on the black market. And the humor, the humor in that scene comes from the guy being like, no, no, come on, leave him one liver. He can live with one liver. And you're like, oh my god. Like, it's so it's so absurd but you know again it's like oh my gosh the the moral choices and everybody's got like uh needs and Mm -hmm. motivation
1: yeah and going into this I thought because I I have like a perception of what Bollywood means and Mm -hmm. it's like singing dancing like these big extravagant things so when going into this I was okay this is what It's, I have an idea what this is going to be. And it was just so not that.
0: (laughs) Well, and it also plays with your, uh, your expectations in the sense that the first part of the film kind of follows that. Yeah. There's music, there's romance, it's like fun, you know? So, so you're, you're totally expecting this, like, you know, what, what you had, what you pictured in your head, like that kind of is how the first part played out and then it just like flips on a dime Mm -hmm. so yeah
1: yeah those scenes of him in the uh bar or like restaurant just playing his music yeah (laughs) and everybody's like singing and dancing yeah uh i love that song love a a good montage (laughs) that song is
0: a bop i love that song so
1: that's the song that made
0: me want to watch the movie because like it's just so fun and you're like "Ah." what's it called again um i have it here it is called, okay, let me see if I can pronounce this. Nayar Da Nekazor. Daneka Nekazor Nikazor. Yeah, it's, it's so a really good. good song. Anyways, but that, that was the draw into the movie, and that is very Bollywood, you know, to have yeah. like a fun song that everybody loves, everybody knows it. Um, and <laughs> it was really nice because the the song actually fit quite nicely into the plot of him being a musician and him being at this bar and playing the song. And, you know, so it was like, that was really nice.
1: Yeah, it was cool to see um, the like lyrics in English for that song. Because yeah, I've heard it a bunch of times in the apartment, just you guys (laughs) sitting alone. But then I'm actually reading the like subtitles and what the lyrics are. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, I get how the song is in this film. <laughs> it yeah, all makes sense yeah. now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. just talking about, like, his innocent eyes and, yeah. you know, oh, like, what what fault do my eyes play in this, in this love? Mm-hmm. Um, it's but really nice. That, that's, see, that's the thing that I love about listening to music where I don't understand the language, because a lot of times, like, I'll fall in love with a song, yeah. and I have no clue what it's saying, yeah. And I'll be like singing it. And then a moppa will come by and be like, do you know like what this song means? And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> but this one's a bop. And I yeah. stand by that.
1: This I one stand is by it. I listen um, to this one. <laughs> yeah.
0: So fun little fun fact. Yes. Let's get into uh the the creation of the film. Yay. This film was actually adapted from a fourteen-minute French film
1: from a uh, French? called
0: okay. *La d'Or. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So the the director of this film uh, was at some kind of film festival and saw this French film mm. and was like enthralled by the conflict in this short, you know, like fourteen-minute film. That's yeah. And then decided to make decided to make a two-hour like like piece out of it. Yeah. Um, so I, I went and found the film and watched it oh cool so that I could so that I could let you know what what happened so it first of all it's very French um, <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is like the cinematography style the kind of art direction um, it's kind of like I don't know you know like what you would mm-hmm. imagine a French film to be okay um, and very dramatic there's no humor it's it's really like a drama yeah um, but basically it's about this young pianist prodigy, uh Prodigy Is that a word?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know when your brain just turns off and you're like, I don't know how to speak English. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and, <laughs> so anyways, um, he was in a um, recital, a very okay. important, like, performance. And basically he froze in the performance, and kind of collapsed psychologically. Mm. And then, um, in the aftermath of that, like, he now has, like, failed in the competition, and so from then on, he starts to work as a piano tuner, and he can't, he can't play the piano anymore, because he's, like, traumatized. Okay. Um, so then, to kind of, like, remedy that, he actually invents, um... Uh, he he has contact lenses exactly like Akash that kind of make his eyes look uh, glossed over, but his contact lenses don't cloud his vision. Okay. So he can he can see perfectly fine through these contact lenses, and then he wears um, like blind sunglasses, you know, the ones that really like cover your eyes, like mm-hmm. the light. Um, so he wears those and then goes and tunes pianos in people's homes mm-hmm. um, blind. Okay. And the thing that he find, like finds out is that when he's blind, he can intimately know his customers because they do things around him that they wouldn't normally do. Like, for example, like there's this woman who was like getting undressed and like she like just got undressed in front of him because he was blind and then she was like a dancer. So then she's like, Do you mind if I like practice while you like? do your thing and and then he's like no problem and so then she's like dancing and he's just watching and then you know and then he's explaining to a friend later he's like people show less restraint around a blind man they give more Mm -hmm. so this is kind of like a a subtle way in the short film uh for him to get get back into music because he has to tune the piano and then play a little song so that he can you know make sure the piano is tuned correctly and whatever Mm -hmm. um so then in the short film he sees things that he shouldn't see and he ends up witnessing a murder okay uh so similar there's a similar scene uh as in enthedun where um the the wife doesn't want to let him in the door But he insists. He's like, I'm blind. It took me so long to get here. Like, please just let me in. And then a neighbor from across the hall kind of peeks out and is like looking suspiciously. So the wife is pressured to let him in. Yeah. Um, But this one was way, it was like, believe it or not, it was actually more intense than the scene in Antedin because um, the blind man gets ahead of the wife and walks down the hallway and ends up slipping in the husband's pool of blood. Oh. So like he falls, yeah, so he falls into the pool of blood and then he's like, his whole like coat is bloody, his hands are bloody. He's like, what is this? Like, what am I <laughs> like? But it's, But he can see the dead body and wow. he can see that he's in blood, but he has to like calm down and be like, what is this? And she's like, oh, we're getting work done. It's like gloss for the floor. Oh, my God. Um, And then she's like, she's like, here, give me your clothes. Let me clean them. I'll give you some of my husband's clothes to, like, change into. Um, And then she goes, don't worry, I won't look. And then proceeds to stare at him directly as he's getting undressed. So it was, like, it was kind of a cool, like, um, uh, callback to him being a voyeur earlier. Like, him watching the woman undress, and now she's watching him undress. And if he stops undressing, yeah, he she knows. Like she will, she will know that he's not blind. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so he undresses and then, like, just to his boxers, and then um, she's like, "Okay, like, tune the piano. I'm gonna like clean this up." Yeah. So then he like sits down and starts tuning the piano with blood on his hands. Oh my god! And he's like, you know what I mean? So it's like it's like really really intense. <laughs> and then. Um, and then it kind of ends with she comes up behind him with some kind of weapon. Um, but he's not supposed to be able to see it. Yeah. So he just he just keeps playing the piano. And the film kind of ends with him saying, she can't kill me if I'm playing. I just need to keep playing. Okay. <laughs> and then it fades to the credits. And, like, the song continues like, right. into the credits. Wow. So that's the short film. Um, and so the Entadun actually gives, like, they give credit to the short film as, okay. like, like, the huge inspiration because, I mean, when you do watch it, you're like, oh, my gosh, yeah, like, he he really, like, that's the main conflict. Yeah. But the the director basically was saying that um, he was really captivated by this idea of seeing something that you're not supposed to see
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you're, like, faking, like, being blind.
1: Yeah, it's a really so, cool concept.
0: Yeah, so he took that and, and ran with it, and obviously, like, Like, sure, the, the kind of, that conflict is the, the same, but the movie is so, like, so dynamic. There's so many different things. Like, it's not, you know, especially since he gave credit to it, I I don't think it's, like, a copy or anything, but.
1: Right. But it was really
0: cool to be able to watch the, like, where it was inspired from,
1: you know? Yeah, I would would like to watch that. Um, Yeah, it's a really, it has a really interesting concept. That's what I was saying the whole time, because it's. Um especially since it's voluntary. Like he like he's doing this for a reason and it's not selfish necessarily. Like mm-hmm. it it is selfish, but it's not in the sense that he's taking advantage of other people for it. It's yeah. um he he just wants to like improve on his own art and yeah. Uh and that's just like that concept alone is really cool. Um it's kind of funny is that our piano tuner or not tutor, uh tuner is yeah. blind no <laughs> way our, like we haven't <laughs> we haven't seen him in i don't know like five years maybe more but sure our old one at least like yeah he's blind so <laughs> now That's i'm thinking so funny now you're like, like oh, oh. <laughs> did we do something <laughs> yeah because i oh my god i think he's been to well, us like three times but yeah he's blind. yeah yeah <laughs> and in the short
0: film what they what they basically say is they're like people think that blind tuners have like a better ear Mm. so they like pay more and they recommend me more because they think that i do a better job tuning the piano but really i don't (laughs) right like in the in the french film it said that and i did laugh so maybe you're you know you're getting a little scam
1: there bud maybe i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i we'll have to invite him back and i'll be like the guy in the film, like, just checking to see Yeah, staring you know, like, at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just waiting to see if he messes up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hiding on him. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's go to the ending. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my what? God. What?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I
1: want you to tell me... Tell me your thoughts. Okay, so, are we going to talk about, like, the very, very end? Like, the last scene? Or the whole thing? <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever you okay. want. Okay, so... Yeah, I guess we'll start with the very last scene. So the very last scene, um, his old, not really girlfriend, but the guy, sorry, the girl that he kind of fell in love with that almost hit him with his car, um, she goes to, was it where was it again? They're, Pardon me? They're in Europe, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Sophie. So Sophie is the love interest. Yeah. And they are in uh,
1: France, I believe. They're in France. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're somewhere in Europe for sure. Yeah. Uh, so he, she's walking on a street in France, and she hears, like, this piano, she goes down, and there he is playing piano. And he has, like, his glasses on again, like, he's pretending to be blind, so we are meant to think. Um, so he's still blind, he goes, and he explains everything to Sophie. He goes, this is what happened, like, this is all the murders, I'm actually blind now, and, um, she's like, wow, uh, crazy... And she tells him, you should have, uh, what's the wife's name again? Simmy. Simmy. Uh, you should have taken Simmy's eyes. And he was like, like, no, like, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And he walks off. And as we're following him walking off, he has his, like, stick out. and then, <laughs> And then there's a can on the ground. He takes his stick and he knocks the can out of the way. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> like, like what a way... What an ending. And... Yeah. So, my thought on this is that mm-hmm. he did take her eyes as an organ transplant, and now he's not blind anymore. Um, Because, like, why... Like... Yeah. That's, he like the only explanation. He
0: purposely hit that can. Like, yeah. he knew the can was there. Yeah. Like, he is not blind. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: unless he... I don't know, unless he somehow got a transplant a different way, but he had to uh, take her eyes. Take her eyes yeah. because another thing, oh my god, this film is so packed. Like, how do you describe this all? Okay, <laughs> okay, let me let me give a rundown of the
0: plot and then you tell me what you think. So so essentially what happened in the movie was um they're driving in the car with uh Dr. Swami, yeah. who is the organ transplant guy, and basically Dr. Swami found out that Simmy's blood type is super rare and so he trades Akash and he says okay Akash we will use Simmy's liver um and because they were originally going to take Akash's liver mm-hmm. so we'll take hers because she has the rare blood type um and he kind of gives her two options he says one join him uh get his eyesight back get a cut of the money from simi's organs Mm -hmm. and go abroad and live happily ever after or two uh akash needs to get off at the nearest bus stop go home and live the life of a poor blind musician
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so that was dr swami's proposal while simi is like unconscious in the back of the trunk so the doctor and akash are in in the car trying to figure out like what akash like the moral question of okay what is akash going to do um. Yeah. So, I think that explains
1: it. Yeah. Right. We forgot about the rabbit too. The rabbit's like a big <laughs> part of this. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> so, it's so funny. I, I'm gonna try to sum this up as best as I can. This podcast is all over the place, as the same <laughs> as the film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good luck editing this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you at the very beginning of the film the very first scene we see a blind rabbit and you can tell that he's blind because he has like the same glossiness over his eye or fogginess um and like a hunter or something is trying to kill it and that's basically the beginning of the the movie so then later um while all this is going down like simmy's trying to decide if she wants to let him go and she tells him okay get out of the car like I'm done with you basically she drives off he's standing there she turns around supposedly I I think trying to run him over because he can't see anything and yeah. then the beginning of the film comes in when the hunter shoots the rabbit the rabbit hits her window she goes off and she dies in the car <sighs> so by the end of this she is dead <laughs> She's dead, and he can get her eyes if he wanted to. I don't really know how that works, but he could. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. okay. That's the longest way possible of putting it. (laughs) We wasted 20 minutes trying to explain that. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So, the ending. Yeah.
0: Essentially, um... And and I actually went back, so I was reading like there's a whole bunch of fan theories about like okay explaining the ending yeah, um, but there was one that I believe to be like the correct true ending. Okay, so when the doctor and Akash are in the car, Simi is still tied up alive in the in the trunk,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And then they drive off into the distance on, on this long road, mm-hmm. and. In that shot, the car passes a big tree that's in the shot. Okay. Okay? And that's important. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I'm explaining. So, the car passes this tree. Then, it goes to black and says, two years later. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, up to that point, we are... Like the audience believes the film to be the narrator, like the film to be an impartial eye of this is truth kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? But then when we hit that two hour, two years later mark, and then it is Akash explaining to Sophie what happened,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Akash is telling Sophie everything that happened, and then after that, so now Akash is the narrator, uh, narrator, right. if that makes sense. Yep. And then it cuts to, so she Sophie goes, well, what happened then? Yeah. And Akash then, it, it flips back to the scene where they're driving down that long road. But this time, the car stops before the tree. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the, the car ends up stopping and the car stops so that then in Akash's recollection of what happened (laughs) yeah simi woke up woke up in quotes dr swami went and um you know ended up dying like simi killed the doctor Mm -hmm. and then simi died in a car crash right okay so this is akash's like recollection of what happened. Okay. But but what what the theory like the the blog suggested, and I I think it's true, is that Akash made that last part up. Right. Because he's he like that part was said after the two years later when Akash is now the narrator instead of the film just being like an objective eye. Right. Okay. And the fact that and the fact that the shot. The shot before, the two years later, the car drove farther Mm -hmm. than it was when Akash was telling its story. Do you know what I mean? Yep, yep. So the idea is that he added in that part because he didn't want Sophie to know that he's actually a bad guy. And he took, he killed basically him and the, yeah, he took the deal. Him and the doctor got away. The doctor never died. They took (laughs) Cindy's liver they got the eye transplant for Akash, which is yes. why he can now see. And wow. so he actually participated in the the deal of killing Simi instead of, hmm. like, right? Because then when you think about it, too, Akash always wants to put himself being the good guy, mm-hmm. right? So the fact that it just magically worked out, that this magic blind hair jumped <laughs> in front of... You know, jumped in front of the car and killed Simi, right. like, and then on top of it, it's like, okay, well then how did you have the funds to get to France now? Right, yep. You know, like, where did you get this money to, like, to go, to even get from India to France?
1: Yeah. So, Interesting. there's a
0: lot of things that he would have, he would have needed money for, which he didn't have. Right. So, that's That kind makes of,
1: sense, yeah. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Uh, that that truly does make sense. Um, part-
0: Cause then too, at the end, when he when he smacks the can, it's like yeah, he smacks the can because he has Simi's eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Part of me wants to think <laughs> we're all just believing into this, and it was just an accidental like continuity error. <laughs> Where they pass the tree twice, and they're like, "Oh darn, did we do that?" <laughs> Script supervisor, get on this. That's so true. Um, <laughs> but no, that was probably on purpose. Um, yeah, no, that's that really does make sense because, uh, you feel that all the way throughout the film how it's never really objective either way. Um, mm-hmm. it's really much just you looking into the story, and it's not really uh from anybody's perspective. Um, but yeah, once you get into, once you get into his story, it's a little bit flipped, like not flipped, but a little bit more his and yeah. Okay. Well, and even like the fact that,
0: you know, when Simi gets back into the car and Mm -hmm. is being silent, Mm -hmm. Akash is like. He's pouring his heart. He's begging He's begging the doctor for Simi's life. He's like, please, doctor, don't kill her. She doesn't deserve it. Like, he's really, like, in that moment, he's really being, like, a good person. Mm -hmm. And we've seen throughout the film that he is a good person. You know, like, he's tried to do the right things, but that, he's, like, he's, like, literally begging for her life when she's the one that blinded him. Like, you know, so, like, and, and she's, like, really like, not a good person. No. And he's, like, you know? So, so for me, I think it was also the sugary sweetness of him being, like, oh, like, please, like, yeah. save her. Like, she doesn't deserve to die. Like, that's so, like, hero. <laughs> you know? Like, it's, like, yeah. writing, it's rewriting history as you being the hero, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh. I like that theory. Much better <laughs> than mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So
0: shall we try to, uh, choose what, what did we learn from this film? Yeah. Um, I feel like I always make you go first.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, cause I was just thinking, um, during, during it, I was thinking about what this would be like, uh, if it was made in, uh, like America or in Hollywood or something. And yep. I think I think it could do really well still, um, but I think it'd be very and it's probably just because I'm a fan of these things. But they could turn it into like a very intense thriller, and make it like very Christopher Nolan like and like very, mm-hmm. um, very intense and just psychological. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that definitely has a place. But what I really liked about this was that it didn't take, although it was very serious, and it didn't take itself too seriously which was kind of nice and almost more free, like, freely enjoyable. Um, uh, So, yeah, I would would love to see if somebody made this in, like, America, what would happen to it, like, what would change and, like... But I think one thing that's really cool about this podcast is that I liked um, seeing it, how they would make it, because it's very me I think we would lose a lot of plot points if it was made in Hollywood mm-hmm. because this is just go 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 um so I feel like we'd lose a lot of that in yeah I don't know
0: um yeah I I actually I would 100% agree with that yeah. because the the reason the, the reason why I love the film was that like that thriller paired with comedy where I think if this was kind of exactly what you're saying, like if somebody in Hollywood took it and made it like an intense psychological, mm-hmm. I have no interest. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I just really, and it's a personal taste, right? So, you know, some people, some people love that stuff, but I just, the reason why this movie is so fun is because of its like humor for me. Mm. And like, uh, yeah, so so I agree with that one. Mm-hmm. I think the, what what I would say um I'm going to say my takeaway is, Mm -hmm. uh, is choosing a extreme conflict, right? So he based based the whole film off of this short film that had such a captivating conflict Mm -hmm. that it carried throughout the entire piece. Just all, all the themes that we talked about, you know, of like morality, good, evil, choices... We're all, like, stemmed from being shoved into this intense situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I guess that's it. Did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. I'm I, happy. Uh, yeah, it was good. Because <laughs> I, I really I had no idea what to expect going in. And who doesn't love a good uh, murder-crime story? <laughs> i sure do <laughs> i sure do well thanks for
0: listening everybody we'll see you next week
1: and uh, we'll see you. yeah mm, yeah and Goodbye. we'll
0: fumble our way through another week <laughs> as we fumble along you know that song nope <laughs>
1: bye <laughs> Hi, everyone. For anyone who wants to follow along with our next podcast, we will be talking about The Platform. This movie is directed by Galder Gastelieu Luritia, and it is a Spanish film that was recently released on Netflix. Uh, This film is super interesting because of all the social commentary involved with it and how they developed the film. Um, We talk a lot about this film and really get into it. And if you want to follow along, I highly recommend watching it on Netflix beforehand. And I hope you enjoy it and I hope to see you next week.